0: love talk radio love talk radio
1: greetings and welcome to the jewel network the jewel network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming knowledge and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the god self within the evolving planetary society presently on planet earth the jewel network is committed to teaching the sciences of life and the science of living by cultivating the mind of a scientist you will be able to extract the very best the current century has to offer you are listening to the dr jewel show with your host microbiologist, preventative medicine and hygiene physician, Dr. Jewel Pilgrim, MD. Good
2: evening, everyone, and how are you? Welcome to the Dr. Jewel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Jewel, and you are listening to the Dr. Jewel Show on the Jewel Network, justifiably enchanted. With Enlightened Living being brought to you by the Jewel Network, it is again another year, and we are in that special month of January, and of course in America, one of the uh, major holidays for the last 15 years or so has been honoring an incredible mind of a being named Dr. Martin Luther King. And so I want to talk more about this incredible brain that this gentleman has. Um, Unfortunately, uh, I am perceiving that there's not enough discussion on the kind of mind and the capability of using the brain to access the mind in such a way that allows you to be able to change uncomfortable circumstances in your environment that a large number of people are enduring. It has special capabilities, special qualities, and we need to look at that. So for those individuals here in the United States that may be honoring him, please do so. It's interesting. Uh, His uh, birthday falls on uh, a different day every year. However, to standardize the recognition of his birth, it usually follows the third Monday in the month of January. So this coming Monday in the United States, it will be an official day where banking will be closed, et cetera, in honor of him. But I want to put it on a, uh, your mind that for those of us who've decided that we are creating the mind of a scientist so that we can become cyber beings, literally, that we are able to pilot our bodies, that it will do uh, for us. And with us, what it is that we have directed it to do, have to use individuals like this who were able to cyber their brain, psycho-cybernetics. That's literally what he was able to demonstrate to us, how we can navigate our thoughts and use the unlimited resource of the mind to... Allow the brain to process a truth, a perception, a reality, and take action on it to generate a magnetic field that allows millions of other individuals to also be able to participate and achieve the results, the benefit, not only for themselves, but for everyone involved. We're going to talk about that today. We also want to hear from you, so take the number down. 347-215-9531, 347-215-9531. 2-1-5-9-5-3-1. 347-215-9531. 347-215-9531. I want to hear your comments about this. It is very important that we learn from these great beings that have demonstrated how they have been able to pilot the cyber, their brain, to get incredible results. We want to pay attention to that. That is a living lesson be right
3: back after this message. Would you like to be smarter? More at peace in your life? Less stressed? Are you searching for a greater spiritual connection? If so, what you need is access to the 90% of your brain that most of us don't even use. All of this and much more can be yours by enrolling in Dr. Jules Balancing program. Dr. Jules Balancing program is a revolutionary program utilizing sacred geometry to connect the logical left and creative right sides of the brain to work with what we call whole brain functionality. Many participants feel from day one and in no time you can enjoy the physiological effects equal to 8 hours of meditation in as little as 15 minutes a day. Act now to start on this life changing program and become the person you always wanted to be. To learn more and sign up for Dr. Jules Balancing program, please visit our website www.thedualnetwork.net What are you waiting for? Make the move now.
2: Hey, welcome. If you're just tuning in, wonderful. Don't forget, on the Jewel Network, we always honor ourselves and prepare ourselves to always absorb more information. We're in knowledge. We're in wisdom at all times, and when we've decided to turn on that area of the brain to absorb knowledge, wisdom, and processes, we want to make sure the brain uh, has everything it needs. Your Universal solvent, water, the brain must have water at all times, as well as an instrument that forces the kinesthetic aspect of the brain as well as the visual aspect of the brain to participate in the absorption of information. So a pad and pencil, along with your favorite beverage, preferably water, puts you in the mode for the body to take in information and knowledge in your environment. So today, I want to talk more about that fabulous brain, incredible mind, Dr. Martin Luther King. My engineer uh, refreshed my memory and said, well, you know, do you remember? He talked about him last year. And I was like, oh, really? So he gave me a little summary of what I said, and I was like, okay, good. We need to redo that because until we make it part of our methodology for absorbing information and being able to extract the benefits from the lives that others have lived, we need to repeat and review what these people have done on a regular basis, not just once a year, until we get it. If we haven't been able to process and understand what that person did, how did they use their brain, how were they able to direct the body to uh, create that particular action, then we haven't extracted the wisdom, and we have to go back and visit. We have to go back and visit. So, very, very interesting uh, perception I'm going to take on uh, his existence, Dr. King's existence, this year, and that is from the perspective of being a cyber being uh, for those who are advancing their brain with us in our brain re-engineering program brain balancing programs, the word cyber has been introduced and discussed as an attribute that any evolving human being wants to coin as an icon for themselves. cyber originates from the Greek language, which means to pilot, to pilot. And so obviously we want to be cyber beings beings that have taken the time to learn how to pilot, how to literally control and navigate their physical body. So just like we want to do that with our water recreational vehicles, we want to be able to pilot our airplanes, navigate our cars, uh, 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 motorcycles, etc. You definitely want to be able to cybernate your body. So you want to become a cyber being, and therefore we need to look around us. We have all these examples of incredible people who have created incredible results with how they were able to handle cyber, their brain, access the mind Planet of their environment, extract the information, and direct the body to take action on it. Very, very, very important. So we have an individual here, and what I think is so astounding, as far as I'm concerned, as a melanologist, is that this individual had no scientific uh, data information to prove scientifically that his position socially anatomically, psychologically, politically, was the fact that there should not be any separation between the interacting of human beings based on the melanin content of their skin. That you were very clear about that. That was just ridiculous. This wasn't even something that should be considered. Why should someone have to come into a different door, drink out a different water fountain, have a different seat in the theater or the restaurant, Hotel. It was absurd, and therefore his self-esteem was wholesome enough to let him know that that circumstance had to cease. And he immediately took action on this without the scientific basis of knowing. Not until almost 12 years after his death, he was assassinated in 1968. And in 1976, no, as a matter of fact, 1978, uh, we were able to identify the fact that the human genome in all groups of people, whether they were Chinese or Japanese, or they were um, African origin from Africa, Native Americans. All the genes were the same. The human genome is 99.9% the same. So there's no such thing as race. There's only variation in the one race. And he did not have that scientific data. He could not actually show us the human genome and point out in all these different people that it was the same. He could not do that. And so for him to be able to take a stand from a level of comprehension and understanding that was just so logical as to the behavior that was being exhibited in his awareness and in his history was just nonsense and that it should change. Now, I want you to do a comparison, and I'm really envisioning and I'm empowering you to stay focused and listen to me And what I'm saying, when you do this exercise on YouTube, there is a little video where a gentleman by the name of Pierce Morgan,
0: who is
2: a, uh, a, I call him a social interviewer. He interviews
0: individuals
2: and personalities for CNN on his show, he has a show, and he interviewed a gentleman by the name of Alex Jones, and Alex Jones also is quite uh, proficient and prolific in taking stands on social, political, uh, monetary, and military issues. Alex Jones has a website, InGame. And he also is a radio personality, and he broadcasts in over 180 uh, radio networks throughout the world. Now, in the United States, there's been a decision made that the easy access to firearms must, again, be regulated. And in Great Britain, for example, they have taken a stance that the general public cannot have firearms unless under, you know, very rigid circumstances. And that was an attempt, supposedly, to diminish the occurrence of violent crimes with the use of firearms. And it appears to have worked. Perhaps maybe only 30 or 40 people uh, have been uh, physically injured by firearms or have died as the uh, result of them. Where in America... That rate is much much higher, but still very low for the number of beings that have firearms. So this interview shows a conversation between Alex Jones and Pierce Morgan. And what is so important for you to observe about this interview, and it's very important that you start noticing this now, is that these two individuals coming together to discuss firearm regulation and to hear what was said, to see the body language, to uh, see uh, how the brain was processing information is a very vivid example of how we project energy, how the body processes energy, depending upon where your consciousness resides in your brain. Now, I'm going to say that again because maybe you've never thought about this. You are literally energy full of information that is navigating the body. Your body and you are not the same. So your brain has different areas that allow the body to to process information in a particular way and then respond to it. Where your consciousness resides and the neurons that it is activating at any particular time will promote and provoke actions in the body. Words will come out of the mouth of the body. Behavior patterns will be elicited. And it's very interesting to watch these two individuals because it was very clear that their consciousness was in different areas of the brain. Therefore, their language, their bodily response, the detail of their conversation, etc., was quite unique. And again, very obviously different now I'm bringing this to your uh, attention to watch this and to watch how these two men conducted themselves in this interview on a common activity going on in society: the availability of firearms and who they should be able to, who should be able to purchase them, and who, if anyone, should regulate their uh, capacity to have them. They both have very focused and intense perceptions on this activity. And you should observe the behavior and how they delivered their position on this action. Now, I'm bringing this to your attention because Martin Luther King did something very interesting also. He was able to take a social, civil, political, religious situation, that is, that people should be segregated based on skin color, and discuss it with all of these different factions in such a way, in such a manner, that over time they were able to comprehend and understand what he was saying and change their perception on a very long-term standard of
0: behavior.
2: And he was able to do it in such a way literally where people were not physically violent, minimal verbal violence on a subject that millions have died over. Very interesting that he could literally discuss this persistently and very focused and very clearly not having even scientific data to back up his premise. And still, millions of people were able to comprehend what he said and to align himself with his perception, his opinion, and change the circumstance throughout the entire United States. So you have the historical records, videos, movies, etc. of how a being by the name of Martin Luther King was able to cyber his brain how he was able to use that brain to access information from the mind of Planet Earth. Of course, Planet Earth in the memory bank, the data bank of of Planet Earth knew there was no sustained race. So he was able to use his brain to access that information regardless of what everybody else decided and take full action on it but in a way where his awareness was focused in an area of the brain known as the tranquility area, and the tranquility area is in the right hemisphere of the brain, so right hemisphere of the brain, and he was able to keep his consciousness in this area of the brain in the face of people hollering at him, shouting at him, threatening him, all kinds of things. He was able to hold his focus in that area of the brain, navigate, cybernate his body in such a way that in a matter of 10 years or so, he was able to totally change the political, social legislation in this country at the government level that segregation was illegal. So the schools, the churches, the restaurants, the hotels, everything had to change their policy. And he never lifted one finger against anyone in the process of holding the focus and speaking on what we now know scientifically is the truth. Now, here we are, sixty eight, seventy eight, eighty eight, ninety eight, you know, almost sixty something years later. And we have two gentlemen who are discussing a very important social, political, economic activity in affecting society worldwide and right now in the United States. And you have the opportunity to see where their consciousness is located and centered in the brain while they are discussing this topic. So we have Dr. King on video, lots of videos on how he carried himself, how was he able to hold the posture. So now you see these gentlemen and how they are also able to station, situate their awareness in particular areas of the brain. And those areas cause their body, cause their speech, cause the energy that the body emanates you have very interesting effects on anyone who is observing them in that discussion. So I'd like you to see it and recognize that, you know, how do we see three different examples of people address very intense issues affecting millions of people and why do they respond in particular ways, speak in particular ways? And we can observe the results that they will galvanize in themselves and others because they have learned or need to learn or trying to understand where do I place my awareness in my brain to achieve the results that I want. This is a question that most of us never ask this question because most of us weren't even aware of the fact that we were supposed to be able to move around in our own brain and awareness to be able to execute and master a particular event or an experience we want to have in our life. How about that? We had a wonderful example, Dr. Martin Luther King, that has shown us how you can take a circumstance, a situation that has been violent for centuries and you can transform it just by knowing where to you hold your consciousness in your brain and let that area of the brain direct the action of your body. We'll be right back after this.
3: From Jewel Publications, Straight from the Heart, by Dr. Jewel Pukram, an incredible volume of work Dr. Jewell explores the genesis of disease, prostate health, and sexuality, as well as sharing a new look at the effects emotions play in the resolution of cancer. Straight from the Heart is an outpouring of wisdom that you will read over again. Get your paperback or ebook copy today.
2: If you're just tuning in, welcome, welcome. We've been having a very interesting discussion. We are using the uh, wonderful example of the life of Dr. Martin Luther King to teach us more about becoming a cyber being. And if you're not familiar with the word cyber, C-Y-B-E-R, it comes, uh, originates from the word Kubernetes, which means to pilot to pilot. And so we want to become cyber pi- pi- beings by learning how to pilot our own bodies, how to utilize the brain, how to place our awareness, our consciousness in particular areas of the brain that we know have a capacity to give the brain precise directive and to allow the body to behave in a particular manner in particular environments that we want to master. It's very important to learn. And we have three great examples right now to show us that wherever we put our consciousness, what part of the brain that consciousness is is definitely going to create a particular long-term effect on the body but also on anyone who's viewing the individual and looking at what the body is doing. So I've invited all of you to go to CNN and look at the uh, energy that Tia Morgan conducted with Mr. Alex Jones on gun control and just observe that energy you Definitely must pay attention to the body language. Please pay attention to the clonations of the voice. Please pay attention to the flow of conversation. The words that were use, the capacity to contribute consistently to a particular thought and train of thought, all of these things were quite evident that these individuals that place their consciousness in very different areas of their brain. And this is very important. We must learn how to move our consciousness around our brain and know the different segments, the surface of the brain, and what they do so that when we want to get precise results, we will know what part of the brain our awareness should be placed in to achieve that end. Dr. Martin Luther King was a very explicit example of how the tranquility area of the brain can allow individuals who have been quite hostile and angry and outright violent for centuries on a particular subject can change and become, quote, nonviolent, unquote, on the same subject because the beacon of energy discussing it was radiating a frequency of tranquility as they were discussing a subject that was quite sensitive to all involved, but yet and still could address the facts that were being expressed in a nonviolent manner and be able to act accordingly. Even though the passage had been quite violent and very substantive, because this individual was able to speak to the circumstance, through the area of the brain that promotes and emanates tranquility, she was able to transform the actions of millions of people on this subject. Now, most people have never thought about or never investigated how Dr. King was able to do what he did, and the answer resides in the fact that he was a cybernetic being and that he knew how to focus and center his awareness in the area of the brain that would allow people to hear his opinions on a subject that had been quite volatile and uh, very emotional to others. That's to get learned how to do. It is very important, each and every one of you, to learn the anatomy of the brain to learn what area of the brain causes you to radiate certain energies called emotions that bring ill results to your intention. A lot of people, they just don't know how to navigate or cybernate the brain. And so they'll say, well, I want to have a discussion on this, 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 and so And then what do they do? They go to the area of the brain that in no way is going to allow them to have a discussion, nor is it going to allow them to have a discussion that is peaceful, logical, and progressive, because they didn't go to that area of the brain and center themselves there before they entered into the experience of creating a discussion. They didn't do that. And you will see the same thing with this interview that I'm asking you to observe. So when I ask you to observe it, I mean just really sit there and look at the interviews, the body language, listen to what was said, listen to the trend of thought and how that was expressed by each of the members contributing to the interview, and Pay attention to what you're seeing, because what you're seeing is two individuals who definitely have a lot of factual information on a common subject, but they are presenting the subject from different locales in the brain. So we have an example of how knowing where to center your awareness in the brain can transform millions of people. And we also have examples where placing your awareness in the area of your brain that deals with stress and fear and instability as far as your safety goes, also will send out alarm reactions to many people who may be listening to you discuss the information. Is that what you want to do? And so it's very interesting that there's just a lot of information uh, being passed around in our environments, in the bookstores, et cetera, through the Internet that, you know, want to teach you about how to manage stress and how to be able to stay calm, and that kind of thing. The formula gets very simple when you have the facts. And when you know the areas of your brain and know how to go there in consciousness, you are able to discuss anything. You are able to manifest the result you want because you have used the area of the brain that has the frequency to transform the the issue and the situation, not to enhance it. This is the key, and it's taken all this year, these years, all this research in neuroscience, for us to finally get down to the core issue. We must become cyber beings, and we must understand that we've got to learn how to position and move our consciousness around our brain for the effects that we want. We have all of these social uh, relationships, mediating companies, etc., and none of them know this. And so they spend billions of dollars traveling around the world mediating and, and, and trying to bring about uh, resolution of conflict resolution, et cetera. And they don't recognize that unless you are sitting in the area of the brain consciously using the body to emanate the frequency that literally solves the problem, there's nothing that you're going to be able to do. So there's a, a $50,000 trip, airfare, hotel, the whole bit that comes to a conclusion with no result and everybody still goes away with the same old attitude and everybody's separated and you don't want to talk to you anymore and to you and whatever else, Because the area of the brain that these individuals came to the mediation table, centered within was not the energy frequency needed to bring about an infusion and a harmony of consciousness so that these individuals could see the solution above where they had to focus on the problem and agree to it. These individuals did not know their neuroanatomy well enough to do that. So finally after hitting this and hitting this, it takes five years to solve a problem, 15 years to solve a problem. Well, yeah, that's true, it, it does, it, actually it does. When individuals don't know their neuroanatomy and they don't know where to center their consciousness and what area of the brain so that a bridge of energy can be created where both people can walk across, stand on it, and be able to see the solution. So people like Martin Luther King are very valuable examples to let us know how they were able to do this. Mahat Gandhi. We have historical periods where these people were able to demonstrate this and to be able to get the results needed without incredible violence and where we have individuals who are mediating on behalf of large numbers of people but they don't know how to go to these areas that emit harmony and create a bridge where everybody can stand above the conflict the chaos and see,
0: see
2: harmony and the balance, which is known as the answer, we're never going to have conflict resolution. He is an excellent, he King, an excellent example of how we resolve conflict. Now, he used a metaphor, he used religion as the metaphor. But we know that it's not religion that is the conflict resolution panacea (laughs) in no way because this is also one of the institutions that has had some of the most morbid uh, wars known to humanity. But it was a, a handle, as we call it. It was an anchor for him to stand on so that everyone could Could hear the frequency that was emanated so that they could see above the concert and select position. So this is the time now in 2013 and in this new twenty-first century to go within and really learn who you are. Learn the anatomy of yourself and begin to develop these areas within you that allow you be the master of your outer world. This is what becoming the mind that a scientist is about. Very, very important. And this is something that you should really pay attention and listen to what Dr. King had been talking about and look at how he presented himself, what he did, etc., to change a serious illusion. There's no foundation scientifically for any race issues about why somebody uh, that had a different hue and production of melanin should sit in a different part of the restaurant. It's just absurd, brainless. It literally is brainless. And people did this for centuries. But they couldn't get over it because their consciousness was situated in an area of the brain that did not allow them to be comfortable changed. change. Amazing, isn't it? They they over to handle change. And there are areas of the brain that don't deal well with change. They're the more primitive areas of the brain. And as a human being, you don't want your consciousness to reside in those very primitive areas. But you have to begin to study the brain and understand how it's built upon the nervous system of a single-cell organism. And it has evolved through multiple cell organisms from a fish to a reptile, to an amphibian on into an insect, further on into avian beings, birds, and then further on into lower mammals. And then finally, you get the human brain. But still, most human beings are not able to anchor their awareness in the human area of the brain. they still functioning as insects. They're in the insect brain. They're still functioning as reptiles they're still functioning as animals, as a bird. And it's interesting because they wear these signals and things on their body as to where their consciousness is. You cannot regard serious human conflict and have your consciousness in the lower areas of the brain that deal with life forms that are not human. To solve human issues
0: requires
2: awareness in the humanoid aspect of strength think about that i'll be right back after this message
3: would you like to be smarter more at peace in your life are you searching for a greater spiritual connection all of this and much more can be yours by enrolling in dr Jewel's balancing program many participants feel effects from day one and in no time, you can enjoy the physiological effects equal to eight hours of meditation in as little as 15 minutes a day. To learn more and sign up for Dr. Jewel's volunteer program, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.net. Well, greetings. If you just tuned in, please have an interesting discussion. At least I'd like to begin one with you.
2: So I invite you to call me three four seven two one five nine five three one. I'm at three four seven two one five nine five three one. And we've been talking about the mind of a scientist becoming a cyber being and learning how to position our consciousness, our awareness in specific areas of the brain to acquire the results we want in our outer world. And we've had an, an incredible example of a being who was able to demonstrate that for us, and that was Dr. Martin Luther King. And so, you know, he's known for being the father of the civil rights movement, and also the father of human rights
0: movements
2: et cetera. But still in all, from the scientific perspective, This very little discussion on what he really demonstrated to us, what we can do when we know how to operate a human brain. And he was able to demonstrate to us that if we can hold our awareness, our consciousness in the human area of the brain, known as the prefrontal cortex, and situate, our consciousness in the right hemisphere of the prefrontal cortex known as the tranquility area that we could discuss a very volatile very emotional concept and idea with individuals and they would literally be receptive and over time change their position when they could see that their position was not to their benefit nor to their advantage. And so he was able to discuss a condition that had existed for centuries before his birth. Millions had died over tremendous division and dissension and without ever becoming violent, demonstrate and finally help other people understand that they could change and everyone would benefit. And so they did because of where he was able to place his awareness when he was discussing this subject. So I've invited you to look at the Pierce Morgan, Alex Jones interview and observe these individuals and where their awareness is in their brain. And their language and their response to each other is very specific for the areas of the brain that their awareness is presently modulating. The area, the brain. And that's what I want you to see. Most of us have not been taught to observe in this manner because we normally just go right into taking a side and judging, oh, I like his position, so we get on that side or this side, et cetera. And before we know it, the situation has exploded. And we never thought about the fact that perhaps maybe I didn't want to be in that area of the brain. Because if you join a person, that's what you're doing. You're moving your awareness to that area of the brain. And if it's an area that basically can cost you your life, this is what happens when people go to war, that is a serious decision to make. Did you really want to go there? Perhaps if you had moved your awareness to the tranquility area of the brain in the humanoid aspect of the brain, you could have seen the solution that everybody's life could have been saved as opposed to sacrifice. So this is an awesome opportunity to just contemplate what Dr. King was able to demonstrate to us as to how he was a master in being able to hibernate his consciousness through his brain to get the results by changing the mind and the action of millions of people who were upholding policies and practices that weren't in their best interest. And now we find out, almost 16 years later, that this whole premise was based on 100% science, that there is no such thing as race. There is no such thing as race. And I want you to be aware that the Jewel Network justifiably enchanted with enlightened living broadcasting to you, the science of life and living, is telling you this. Now, I'm going to keep saying this until you're going to be able to hear this on Fox News and Columbia broadcasting stations, PBS, and American Broadcasting, ABC, etc. because those individuals are still sitting there espousing information through the terms of race and there's no such thing. They are not informed about what science has known almost now for 30 years because they are not interested in having the mind of a scientist. They're profiting what they're being told to say, but they're not doing their research. The research is right there. All of our genes at this level of our functionality are the same. So you're looking at texture and hair color, tone of skin, height, all of these things as a result of our perception of ourselves relative to our environment. It's what we're thinking about ourselves as to why we are looking the way we look and how we're modulating our DNA. Because all of us can look any way we choose to based on our sort but at this point in time, scientifically, we have all the same genes. A person who's Scandinavian with red hair and white skin in Scandinavia has the same genes as an individual who is in maybe who is maybe blue-black, Blue, with woolly hair. The same genes, same information. But now the individual in Scandinavia obviously has turned down the melanin production gene. That gene is barely functional individual in Scandinavia and it's totally functional hyperactive for the individual that's in Senegal at the equator. But it's the same gene, just one is turned down, down and the other one is turned way up. And that is by choice and an agreement to respond to what they perceive the environment is stimulating them to
0: but it's the same gene,
2: but it's not a race issue at all. So it's very uh, incredible that we have an individual, Dr. Martin Luther King, who could speak on something that he did not have access to the scientific data, but knew because he was able to also access the library of planet Earth. That's what also happens when your consciousness sits in the prefrontal cortex that you can access information that still hasn't been recorded yet in the present. You can get future information from the library of planet Earth before someone writes it down in your present. And that's what he's able to do because he's able to position his awareness in the human prefrontal cortex area of the brain that allows you to have these capabilities. You cannot access that kind of information if you're in the reptilian brain. That doesn't happen. Or if you're in the insect brain. No, you're not. And so the key here is to ask yourself, what part of my brain does my consciousness spend most of the time in? Perhaps that's the reason why you are having the type of life that you're living because your awareness is not in the area of the brain that would allow you to have the type of life that you envision for yourself. It's a matter of you. Moving your awareness to a new area of the brain, that happens inside of you. There's nothing outside of you that is going to basically change that for you unless you decide that it will. And so I'm asking you to look at the life of Martin Luther King. Listen to him. Pay attention to his body language, his delivery on discussing a very volatile subject and why is it that when he discusses Racism and segregation, etc., that people didn't want to just run up to him and just knock his head off every time he said it. And it was because of where he delivered the old words from that area of his brain. And when you look at the Alex Jones and the uh, CNN interview with Pierce Morgan, you'll see that because they are speaking with their awareness in a different part of the brain, you get total different energy from them. And you have to decide which energy do you want to modulate with. Perhaps maybe none at all. If it's not your focus, you shouldn't. That's what the observer can observe. But pay attention as to why you're seeing what you're seeing in that interview, Because where their awareness is in the brain causes the body to function in a particular way, and the energies that are emanated from the body affect the environment in a particular way, and you have to decide if you're going to join energetic forces with any one of them, and if so, why? But they are showing you where their awareness is in their brain and how they're cybernating their brain. We must begin to develop this science, and so I've had... uh, visionaries that have come into my life many years ago and brought me very unique information about knowing this. And only now do we have a need for people to really stop and look at what they're doing. We've had enough wars, we've had enough violence, and not until we learn learned the areas of the brain, the cycle neural anatomy of the brain, and determine where we want to put our awareness, are we going to be able to supplement these events? And each and one of us is going to have to take the responsibility for navigating our own body, for navigating our own brain. No one else can do that for you, not for long. So with that said, again, I definitely want to thank Martin Luther King for existing, for leading us this just incredible, huge wealth of information. I'm just so pleased that all of you have stimulated me to do the research, to share this with you, and this year see him as a cyber being, that he is definitely in the forefront of demonstrating how. We can pilot our brain, we can pilot our consciousness to get the results we want in our outer environment. Great examples of great examples, me and Rosa Parks. So with that said, make sure you tune in on Friday. Use it for the mind of a scientist because all manifestation is preceded by sound. For everything you get here, your chair, the shoes on your seat, the car you drive, there had to be a harmonic release before the geometry for the manifestation to occur, which produced the oxygen that you now use. These are the laws and the rules of how things are created. And developing a mind with scientists, this is basic information you must know about this wonderful gift you have, the capacity to create. So music for the mind with scientists, very critical. Pay attention, listen. Friday at 7, I'll be back on Monday with the Dr. Jewell Brain Balancing Program. Very important. Let's get the brain balanced. First of all, you can go from right and left hemisphere. And then once you can do that, now we can learn where do we want to place our consciousness so that we can create reality before our outer world. We can learn how to walk, run, jump, skip, all around our brain. You want to be able to do that. But you got to pull it together first. No pun intended. We've got to bridge the gap. We've got to re-engineer the brain to make it a whole brain. And now we can, we can, we can play. We can have wonderful uh, experiences here on planet Earth. So, and most of all, guess what? Like Wednesday, I have my wonderful, and a wonderful, great teacher for me, too. And I just with your you want to be back. And again, help us to understand how groups of people who decide to think alike create something known as a culture. And when you want to interact with groups of people who think alike, then it's important for you to understand why they decided to think that way. And he's a master at helping us understand why cultures exist and what what's happening in the culture, uh, mentally, psychologically, as to why they decided to behave a particular way, which also causes their body to look and function in distinct ways. Very, big. it's You've got to learn about your body and this planet. So see you on Monday, Dr. Jewel balancing program, 5 o'clock. Dr. Edwin Nichols will be back with us on the Dr. Jewell show, Thursday at 5, and Music of the Mind of a Scientist on Friday at 7, and we have a lot of more wonderful surprise host coming up. Check out our website, listen to our archives, and prepare yourself to join the Jewel Network. Subscriber are coming up. Love you very much. Talk to you soon.
1: schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website at www.thejewelnetwork.net. If you'd like to reach us, please send an email to info at thejewelnetwork.net.